0: Welcome to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, your weekly podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump, four minutes at a time. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my best good friends, Joe and Duff.
1: Hello. Hey.
0: We are on, guys, this is close, minutes 129 to 132. Um, this segment starts with Jenny in bed and ends with her
2: under the ground. <laughs> Under the blankets, <laughs> on six feet under the earth. Yeah, under She's the old dirt hor- blankets.
1: She starts horizontal and ends horizontal. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so I tell you what, this is this is sad. We've got a sad this, segment here to talk about.
1: This is this is some sad stuff. Uh, I do think it's earned. Um, as mm. as bad, well, as bad as uh, as badly written as Jenny is like i do feel like we've gone through enough where i feel like it's earned i agree it's it's some good it's some good oscar bait acting uh, i'll admit it mm-hmm. um yeah yeah we
0: have um uh, right the the last segment jenny had asked for us if you scared in vietnam and then this sort of starts off a um I, I guess a montage of him sort of talking about kind of the quieter moments in life and we have quite frankly some gorgeous shots here of forest in vietnam looking up at the at the stars on a shrimp boat during sunset mountain lake during his run and then uh, finally a desert sunrise all are uh, very nice shots I agree are these i guess i should know the answers but i don't do you think these are all just like actual footage that they shot or do you think they've they've been uh, gone through the cgi magic
1: Mm, I don't know about CGI, but they might have been touched a- up, tweaked a little in post, color timed, as they say.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, I've always thought when he when he, they show him running by those like the lake in the mountains that that was in Glacier National Park. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but there is like this like lake that reflects the mountains. And yeah, I,
1: I mean, I think it looks real. I wouldn't be surprised if I found out that it was you know whatever after effects or god photos. yeah do you
0: remember is that still a thing? do you remember that that was like a that was these are like really popular wallpapers and people would like make like 3d version like try like photorealistic 3d versions of like uh realistic locations and then that would be like Am I is this a subgenre that i'm only familiar with
1: i'm sure there's a reddit thread about it <laughs>
0: Like, I remember that was a thing. I would, you know, back when I cared about what my wallpaper on my computer would be, you'd go to, like, those sites that had wallpapers. Yeah. And, like, this was, like, a thing that we always find, like, these sort of, like, um, they weren't photos, but they were meant to be, like, oh, a lake by a mountain with a star in the background sort of thing. Hmm. All right. Well, move on from that. Uh, so Jenny wishes she could have been there with him the whole time. And he tells her
2: that, uh, he says, you were. What do you guys think about that? You know, when you watch this all in isolation, it's all very sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's not the way movies work. And it only works when you're dumb, you know, do dumb shows like we're doing. And And the problem is that um, in this moment of, like, saying goodbye, like... Obviously, it's sad to watch it, even if you don't believe in their relationship, which you shouldn't, because it's not a good movie, and it's not psychologically
1: complex in any way. Nor was it a healthy relationship. <laughs> no,
2: and, and so it's it's kind of like you guys were talking about in that apartment scene. Like, it's it's moving because it's well acted. And and I, I think in this case, at least, I, I think it's all actually fairly well written, like it, it could. It's not as schlocky as it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree, yeah. but but as as a as a, considering it as a part of the whole, it's it still continues to be. It's very manipulative and and it's it's unearned when it, when you think about it in the big picture. But you know, I don't know. I don't want to be a grouch. Do you think it's unearned because? <laughs> well, we're I, about I'm going to get my picture? grouch on
1: a little bit. So I mean, don't. Don't let...
0: I mean, it's interesting, because, Joe, because you mentioned, like, you know, watching this, just the scene, it works, and then if you think about it, like, overall, and you really, like, think about how this movie sort of manipulates you, um, I agree, although I'm quite confident if you would have surveyed people when this movie came out as they left the theater if they felt emotionally moved, I'm guessing you'd have very high rankings of people saying, absolutely. So it does work.
2: I think that that's why a lot of people and we've talked to some people that have like, they remember it at least somewhat fondly mm-hmm. and then they come away with it, come away f- from it after revisiting it and be like, Oh, this movie isn't very good. And part of how this movie tricks you is it, it starts out pretty well until mm-hmm. like the clan stuff. <laughs> and it, and it, even though we've criticized the movie for going on too long, I think it does also end very well, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about next week as well. But it's, uh, much of what happens in the middle is is pretty poorly done. But that goes to show you like how how far you can get by you know sort of making people cry at the end. like it's it's hard to like make people cry, you know people have tears in their eyes and then they walk out with the end credits and then be like, oh boy, that ending scene was so moving. but yeah, that movie overall was pretty bad. like it's it's hard to like make your brain process it things in that way, even though I think that is the case. It's not a good movie, but the ending is moving, and it's hard to reconcile those two things. I I'm struggling too.
0: Okay, well, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about overall our feelings on the movie yet. I fear we can save that for when we get to. The well, next I think episode. people know. Um, <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, I think it's different when you actually sit down and like you're not talking about it like segment by segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Jenny tells him that she loves him, and then uh, I was wondering, is that the first time she says that to him in the movie? We should know, but I don't. Uh let's say yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's all these things that like I'll watch and I'm like, Oh, is that Ugh, I don't know. I should know, but I don't
1: know. I, I'm pretty sure it is the only time.
0: I think you're right. And then and then we find
2: out she died. Um She dead. Now Yeah, she always before that says stuff like I'll always be your girl and, and other things, yeah. but I don't ever think she says the L word. And yeah. if she does, I don't care. Leave us alone. <laughs> um well she did. don't add us unless
1: it's to give us money <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah,
2: the at that goes at the beginning of our venmo that's the only <laughs> at you should use <laughs> uh
0: so and then we find out she died and uh, we have this line about she died on a saturday morning yeah. which is a memorable line but and i don't want to i don't want to go too far down into like Grumpiness land, but uh, or sad land, but uh, if you and I have experienced uh deaths of important people. Do you know what day of the week it was?
1: uh I know it was a weekday. <laughs>
0: okay, okay. I don't, I don't either. It's, it's just like a. I like the line a lot. I, I, love the line like she died on a Saturday morning. But like I, I, it's a weird thing to remember. <laughs> but but
2: he also says you died on a Saturday morning, and I just think of her ghost being like, yeah
1: thanks <laughs> <Fourth Coast. laughs>
2: i could hear the cartoons on in the background
1: <laughs> what if uh it's almost kind of like this is a, a verse in piano man where it's like well you died on a saturday morning and then nine o'clock on a saturday night it went out to the bar
0: mm. Mm. okay okay um so yeah so she's she dead um and then uh you know we sort of have Forrest talking to her gravestone and um you know her jenny's dad's house is bulldozed to the ground we see that uh that jenny is was 36 years old no nah, it doesn't affect me at all guys being 36 i don't think about death anymore you you guys cool
1: she got you the get, rona
0: you guys, get, <laughs> <laughs> it is like that's happened now where i'm at that age where someone dies and i'm like oh
1: that's my age see uh <laughs> i kind of I'll, i don't know if this is the same or not but sometimes i'll you know you'll hear something cited that's like oh and dr so-and-so and you'll look it up and they're like dr so-and-so was born 1983 and it's like that can't be possible how can someone our age be a doctor and that just oh makes-
0: yeah <laughs> yes that happens oh so they're gonna listen to some young guy oh yeah wait. it's
1: like what well, is he like a teenager <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> what freaking doogie Hauser over there giving medical advice
0: Dude, I'm totally with you on that. Like, that happens I'll, to me all the time. Like, like, if I any, think you're born in the '80s, you have to be super young. Yeah. In my head, a, still.
1: anytime I hear someone cited in a respectable way, and it's like, oh, they're born in 1981. It's like, what? No way. <laughs> no yeah. one, no one born that year has done anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like you know, the CIA always uh, experimented on people with LSD and stuff like that. Like we, everyone. Um, like 40 and under should be like micro dosed with drugs to keep them from being too successful just to make everyone not feel too bad. Like you're not allowed to excel until you're in your forties. That's fair. Sort of like that Kurt Vonnegut story where like people who were like fast had to wear ankle like uh, Harrison Bergeron, I think it's called or something like that. Okay. And they, they artificially like do things to make everybody the same. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Let's do that. So everyone younger than us, uh, is saddled with some kind of device to make sure they don't succeed more than we have.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm it, I'm fully on board with that. You hear that Malala stop making us all look bad.
0: <laughs> um okay, so we find out that little Forrest is doing well. Um as as Forrest is talking about how Forrest Junior's doing.
1: I'm glad, guys... I'm glad he's doing well, uh especially since Walker told him about how he has AIDS. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he got it from his mom. <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs>
0: God, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows that clip, but God, uh, what so i good. I'm guess
1: I'm guessing at least seventy five percent of people listening know about it. But if you don't, uh, Haley Joel Osment. I guess this, I don't know if it was before, or after Forrest Gump. This was his first
0: movie. I don't know if it was his first. Well, he was.
2: I, I, I'm. I, I, he, it was after this, but I don't think too far. Uh, it, was, it was. It was pre Six a,
1: Sense. It was. He was yeah. not like a household name. Anyway. He was on the show Walker, Texas Ranger with Chuck Norris, (laughs) and uh, apparently there was a plot line involving him that he had AIDS and Walker, the Texas Ranger played by Chuck Norris, uh, was the one to break the news to him. 90% 90% chance you know of this from the Conan O'Brien walks, Walker, Texas Ranger yeah. lever, which is one of the greatest <laughs> comedy bits ever. We're all in agreement on that, right? I'm, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, 100%. Which, which action movie star would you like to um, <laughs> tell me have I mean, tell you the... that you have some kind Walker. of chronic, possibly oh. terminal illness?
0: Oh, man. They should – oh, boy, that's a really I'm going to go
2: Sly Stallone just uh, – uh, Joe, yeah, you got AIDS. Uh, I don't know what to tell you Sorry also, about that. Also,
1: he'd use like one of those weird phrases, like "woman cancer" or something. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, you got the the heart clog. Uh. <laughs> could could I go?
0: Is it too far back if I say John Wayne could tell me it? Like prime John Wayne could oh, tell wow, me I
2: I've- have. <laughs> uh, time to get your affairs in order, part. I can't do that. I can't either. But that'd be you wonderful. You got the
1: diabetes partner.
2: Maybe
0: we should do that for coronavirus. We should have stars. Um,
1: what people? What action stars are on cameo that we could pay?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I want you to contact this person, and tell them that they have AIDS. Uh, uh, yeah. Pay- okay. Here's a
2: doctor's office idea. They, we will uh, free with your. Visit fee. We will pay a celebrity on cameo to leave a video message with your test results. Perfect. Oh, that'd be so good. Uh, like uh, sc- like Screech tells you that uh, <laughs> you, that you're positive for herpes some, or something.
1: S- some washed up wrestler, or porn star. Well, I
0: tell you what, guys. I tell you what. For three hundred dollars, Chuck Norris is on cameo. We could ha- you could have Chuck Norris tell you that you have AIDS.
1: <laughs> um, I think I would go with uh, Keanu. Mm, I thought
2: about that, yeah. But I want to. I would want to be able to enjoy like John Wick without every time I see him on screen, it's like, oh yeah, he's the one that told me I have Parkinson's. <laughs> disease. Oh, that's a
0: good point. You want to. <laughs> you you want to choose someone who uh, who you don't really want to watch again.
1: Uh, I don't really care for Vin Diesel that much. Maybe I'd have him. <laughs> he,
2: yeah, he has to do it in the Iron Giant voice. Oh, you're He bo- <laughs> 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 you just you, he calls in and just goes Groot. <laughs> <laughs> you you have Groot So I That's good or
1: bad? You have Root.
2: Groot <laughs> Oh boy um, That's pretty close to gout True I am gout
1: I don't think you can die from gout though
0: I don't even know much about gout to be honest I've got a
1: feeling you will <laughs> <laughs> From Based on what I know of gout That is definitely a Rob disease Yeah <laughs>
0: Uh okay so little force doing well. I th- guys, one thing I can say for sure, Force Scumps a good dad, right?
1: I was so I was about to say I'm sure the scene hit you, Rob. It does. Um, which well, go which goes to my theory that when you have kids, your judgment just goes to shit about <laughs> stuff. Like I remember I used to work with this guy who I like one day and this was after he had a kid. He was just telling me about how, like, he bawled his eyes out to that Will Smith movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. And I'm just like, your, your brain's been destroyed, man. It's just men melted down.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's men opened up, Duff. Do you think about that? He has, like, the, the <laughs> most, like, he has, like, the easiest single parent situation you could have. Like, he never has to, he's, un, he's wealthy and doesn't need to work. That's true. Beautiful house. I mean, and I don't mean this as like a dig or anything, but it's just like he's also in a great situation.
1: He's probably going to have that uh, that woman be his nurse or his like wet maid or whatever. The, you know, like the black servant on the mm-hmm. plantation.
0: Listen, he's a good dad here. We're seeing this is he Forrest is, is, a is a good dad. He is a good dad.
1: Well,
2: we're, but we're seeing him as a dad through like for a little kid and as he tells it. Uh, well, how's Forrest gonna explain uh, reproduction to him?
1: Well, now we get into the <laughs> I am Sam territory, where <laughs> where eventually their intellect's gonna be at at level, and it's gonna come up soon, like probably three or four years. Like how? Like what? How do you be a teenager what? and get life lessons from from Dad Gump?
2: Then again, the whole point of this movie, I guess, is that we can all learn something from Forrest Gump, the simple person. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be a nice little life. I mean, because they're good. rich.
1: Yeah, he's got well, the yeah. he's got the bubblegum apple money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's because you know it's because Lieutenant Dan uh, met Steve Jobs at Shrimp Con. These <laughs> <his> connections. <laughs>
1: That's right, Shrimp <laughs> Shrimp Con.
0: Uh, also, the other thing from the other side of me that hits me is how emotional Forrest is about how about how uh, his son is smart because my dad. Um, who we told a lot of stories about, but my dad like grew up in the Great Depression, the South, very poor, dropped out of school in sixth grade. So like, there was a lot of pride in him that I was smart. Was I don't know if I still am, <laughs> but <that laughs> I was smart. Like you know, and he kind of had like antiquated. Like he would like he really wanted me to learn golf because he's like, this is where the business deals are. Done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. where the rich
1: people go. That's where deals happen.
0: And I golf, and I know how to golf, and I golf with friends who. Who you know? <laughs> no one. No one does business deals in my, I mean, in my I'm, world. I'm sure. <laughs> in the golf I'm course. sure for
1: a dude who was like you said, like not even high school dropout, uh, grade school dropout. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: To yeah. have
1: to have a kid who interned at NASA was that's the American dream, man. That's yeah. So right I get, so
0: that part.
2: I think really works well, in the, or at least for me in this. Yeah, I, I not the, exactly the same, but there's a lot of overlap for me with. My father too. He made a little farther, but not too much. <laughs> yeah. Um. But <laughs> yeah. Uh. But Duff, Grumpy Duff. What What do you got to say about this? Yeah. Uh, let's just let's start. Let's just give the people so what
1: they want. I. This is again. This is a very good scene. I think. Oh boy. Until it gets to. Just the kind of the forest Gump in a microcosm.
0: Oh, the destiny talk
1: is. When Forrest says, I don't know if it's Mama's right or Lieutenant Dan. I don't know if it's We each have a destiny, if we're all just floating around accidental like on the breeze. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe it's both. Maybe both is happening at the same time. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> just. <laughs> uh, it is enraging.
0: So, that, I mean, that is this movie, though, right? Like, we're, listen, yes, we're not taking aside.
1: This is a movie about America and about life that has absolutely nothing of value to say about either. Just you cannot, it would be like if like the analog, I'm thinking like, it would be like at the end of like the Shawshank redemption where it's like, Oh, hope is both good and bad. The end.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Is just, it's
1: so, it's something dumb people say to think they're smart. It's it's the equivalent of like, oh, why do they sell hot dogs in packs of eight but buns in packs of six, huh? I mean, Ever I don't it? know.
0: why I actually don't know why that is.
1: But though. or it's like, <laughs> we park in a driveway but drive in a parkway. Like it's just the dumbest nonsense, and it makes me mad because I think like Joe was getting at like, you you come away. It was like, oh, that was sad and sweet. It's like, wait a minute, that is dumb. That makes no sense.
2: It, it's and and here's. Well, Maybe you guys are gonna get mad at me about this, and I and I don't. Just say it. Pull off. Is this an answer about the hot dog and bun thing? Because I still don't really know, and I (laughs) want to know. Yeah, I know. I just I grilled some hot dogs on the Fourth of July, and I was at the store, and I was like, "This is stupid." It's so stupid. And I always somehow forget it, and then I'm buying it. The nice thing is, if you're you you got to buy 24. (laughs) Is it is it that is that is your you do that a because you know you're gonna burn half of them to a crisp. (laughs)
1: so my my answer actually is that it's collusion between the meat packing industry and the the bread industry well we him. know
2: we, we know a formal presidential candidate that knows all about bread fixing so maybe <laughs> he, we can get him on to talk about it uh okay so and that stuff just brought up it's it's very sad but it's also a very simple scene mm-hmm. which i don't mean necessarily initially at least as a critique but it got me thinking and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I can't help but be moved by it. And I'm like, oh, you know, Tom Hanks is is pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. But then I was, I got me thinking, like, what's what's the most complex character Tom Hanks has played in his storied career? And 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 as as wonderful as everyone seems to think he is, and and I, I'm not saying I don't like him. And this is where Rob, like, poisoned my brain, I think, <laughs> partially. But, like, his characters are not... In all of his best movies, his characters are still very, I think, like, are, are really not very deep and not very complex and not very nuanced. And there, there's very few shades of gray to them. They're all extremely heroic and, 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 and like I said, not very nuanced. And, and if you look through his filmography... Like, Road to Perdition is the only one I could think yeah, of. Was, that yeah. and and was even, the one I was going to say. And even Road to Perdition, and I'd sp- and it's been a long time since I saw it, so maybe you guys remember it better than me, but, like, the main thrust of it is, like, he's a criminal, but isn't the most of the point of that movie is that he's a good dad? Yeah. <laughs> maybe it, I'm not remembering I, it I, well. No, like, you're, you're right.
1: Like, everyone made a big deal, like, oh, Tom Hanks is playing a bad guy, and it's like, eh, he's he's literally a hitman with a heart of gold. Like, his whole thing is that he's like... He's like, oh, he's a hitman and only kills people who deserve it, and he loves his family or something like that.
2: Like, so even when he's playing like a quote unquote jerk, you know, um, it's it's like a real like jerk. That, something like a league of their own, where it's for like comedic effect, and it's very clear even from the beginning where that's going is like, oh, it'll be revealed that he's got a heart deep down. It just we need to chip away at it, and it's just when you think about. Some of the other like really wonderful performances, you know, f- f- over the same time span as his career, it's like there's a lot of other actors that are that I think take on roles that are a lot more challenging. I, yeah. I, it's just making me think like, man, he's gr- he is gr- great. We all love him because he's he's extremely likable. But how challenging is all this stuff? I mean, and, he's and, and maybe everyone, will, maybe I'm being stupid because I'm not an actor. But... So
1: uh, my take is. I think he's a great actor and I think he stays in his lane because I, I think, you know, there's validity to what you're saying. Um, my take is that I dislike it when the opposite happens and you have an actor who I'm trying to think of a relevant example. Johnny Depp. Uh, yes. Johnny Depp is a good one. Uh, I want to say Travolta, but I don't, I don't actually know if he's good at anything. He
2: really... I mean, listen, what about in Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying where, like, an actor goes out of their way to go against type? Yeah. Like where reveals themselves to be bad. Yeah, I don't or, know if Johnny Depp has really done
1: that. Or, but. or I'm thinking of, oh, I'm thinking of, like, Jesse Eisenberg in uh, Man of Steel and just being off-the-wall annoying. I I guess... You know, I kind of look at it as there's certain types of actors where, you know, when you go when you went to go see a movie because Cary Grant was in it, you weren't going to see Cary Grant yeah. like push his limits. Yeah. that's like that's a good comparison. And well, I, 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 I for me, that's what it is with Tom Hanks. Like I I don't want to go see I don't want to go see a movie where Tom Hanks is doing like
2: we
0: know, don't want to see Tom Hanks gritty.
1: Yeah, I don't want to see like Tom Hanks playing Tony Soprano or something like that.
2: Yeah, I'm and I'm not necessarily saying that I that I do. Um, I, I guess I maybe I'm thinking out loud here, and that's often no, a I, bad idea. But it's it's worth. I, I, like, I
1: think there's validity to your point. It's I just you know I so don't Car-
2: do, do do we when we think of I think Cary Grant's an interesting comparison because he's like it, Cary Grant is like a charismatic movie star. That's what mm-hmm. he does, right? Yeah. Yes, and I, I and I'm not saying Tom Hanks is quite as shallow as that um but it's just
0: uh, i think the Cary grant thing is is useful i mean i think i always think of tom hanks like the the last classic hollywood actor In that you just he just plays he's got these characters he plays you know what you're getting when you walk into a tom hanks movie and he does it well i don't think there's anything wrong with that at all in fact i think maybe You know, there's something to say about it because I, you know, one thing about Tom Hanks is he's not a guy that I imagine is on. You know, uh, I think we've talked about this before, but you know, the whole idea of like method acting is essentially licensed to be an asshole. Uh And and I I I think I think it's nonsense because I think really what we're doing is 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 pretending. And I think Tom Hanks is just like I'm just gonna do these things I'm good at pretending to be and live a good life and try to do good things yeah, in I, the real life. I maybe that f-
2: I, okay, so to bring to, to wrap up my point, I guess is like I would just I and I and I was I've been thinking about this for a couple hours now and I I had trouble like thinking of the type of role like just I'd like to see him in some kind of just something a little more complicated where he's playing a character that isn't entirely good that
1: you you want to see him in a Paul Schrader movie, don't you? Yeah,
2: I, I mean and that's it's funny that you say that, but like we, you think about we think about like some of the most decorated and a, and the Academy awards are dumb, who cares, but it's still often the way we evaluate movie stars, right? Mhm. And he's one of the most decorated ones. He's the only one to ever win what do you win 3 years in a
1: row? He won um, twice and I, twice, think, I think I think there's something there's only like one other actor who did it and I don't remember who it is. Um I yeah. Spencer Tracy I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. Anyway, he's won yeah.
0: twice in a row and he's been nominated uh four other times.
2: And you think about maybe like Robert De Niro is older than him probably what 12, 15 years older than him? 20 maybe. Yeah. So 10, they're not the same generation, but he's the preceding generation I suppose.
1: Yeah.
2: And and you just think about um you think about Raging Bull or something like that where De Niro's playing a pretty bad person Mm -hmm. and the challenge of of making the audience it it still be compelling and you still be invested in that character for over two hours and i i'd be interested in seeing tom hanks like try not something exactly like that role that would be miscast big time but just something what about tom hanks in a scorsese film that'd be fun just something yeah just i don't know but uh, this is stupid like like you guys are saying he's good at this thing and there's maybe i'm being unfair i i i don't
0: i mean i I don't think it's anything unfair i think i think i think we all are in agreement he's a really good actor who stays in his lane if you were to talk about the greatest actors of all times we would not put him on that because he doesn't really stretch out to do much different than what he is really good at
2: and and we'll come back to a point you know we're sort of getting into the wrap-up stage of this show He should, he needs to do funny things again, please. Because he's extremely good at it. And yeah, uh, I would like more of the laughs.
1: So, this whole segment got me thinking
2: Mm -hmm. about
1: can you be buried on your own property?
2: (laughs) I would imagine that's a municipality uh, issue.
1: So, uh,. I I did some research. Oh yes, because because I'm like, did he did he just like go into the backyard and dig a hole and put Jenny there? um,
0: Threw her in a Sheba pit.
2: That'd be so (laughs) so funny if like uh, a a a city official like walked up to him during the scene is like, "Um, excuse me, sir. Do you have a permit for this grave?
0: It's like when Joe and I were building that little shed in my backyard and my neighbor asked me that, Do you have a permit for this?
2: And we just Rob just mumbled something and continued working, which is exactly exactly how you're supposed to deal with that.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I got to wondering, can you be buried at your own on your own property? And the short answer is yes, you can. Hmm. Except in Indiana, California, and Washington State.
0: Do you have to disclose what, it when you sell your house?
1: Yes, you do. Okay. So, so first of all, uh, I think there's 40 states where you don't. There's three states where it's illegal. There are seven states where you can do it, but you are legally required to have a funeral director involved. Okay. And then the other 40 states, it's legal. And Minnesota and Wisconsin fall into this category. It's legal. Yes. Make um, sure
2: you make sure you call Diggers Hotline first, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Jim, know if that's a nationwide yeah. thing or just a Wisconsin.
1: Uh, yeah, what what is that like three one one four one something I can't like that? Remember.
0: Do you yeah. have to tell Diggers Hotline that you have a body back there too? Yeah, <laughs> we're putting
1: we're putting grandma
2: in the backyard. Can you guys check to see where the gas lines are, please? So I, I we, found we don't something. need a cremator yeah. twice.
1: <laughs> so you do they re- they recommend checking with your uh, your your municipality about zoning restrictions. Uh, one th- one thing I can see is that, uh, for example, I know in Minneapolis, you can't have a fire pit in your backyard if it's within 25 feet of a structure, which pretty much means unless you're rich, you cannot have a fire pit. So there's probably a lot like you can't be with near a well or a creek or something like that. Uh, so you have to check with your zoning official. Um, if you want to save on embalming costs, you gotta do it within seventy-two hours. Otherwise, you have to have them embalmed.
0: All right, Duff, I got an idea, bud. You and I, mm-hmm. Joe, you, you can come come in as a. We're a gonna an- we're gonna kill someone. Well, I don't know, like <laughs> <this> is- Joe, <laughs> Joe. You're coming as an angel investor. All right, <laughs> we're gonna make an app. We're gonna make a website. Can I bury? Can I bury a corpse? dot <laughs> com? And then you think put we in can your work address. A little bit on
2: that URL, but all right. <laughs>
0: and you put in your address may i tell- bury a corpse <laughs> i think
2: is is the <laughs> grammatically correct one
0: where where do i put this dead body dot com uh you and it will tell you <laughs> it, you put in your address and it'll tell you you know if you can or cannot bury a body there
2: well, yeah we just have to uh, log uh, all where all of the municipal wells are everywhere <laughs> and uh,
1: yeah waterways have, i mean one of the reasons it's illegal in california is just the same reason that no one has basements and oh, earthquakes. land is just such a pr- yeah and land <laughs> is at such a premium oh, uh, earthquakes would shake the bodies out. well it's i mean probably i do know that like climate change uh is kind of causing some cemeteries to flood in near new orleans and places like that Oh yeah, that makes um, sense. so here's a couple interesting things is that um so say it's permitted and you do all this um Without even filing anything, your backyard is now legally a cemetery. If you bury someone there, what? <laughs> <laughs> and, Come on.
2: So then, could could that? So you open you open up the floodgates, and now anyone could well, just toss Grandma back there. Well, no.
1: It
0: just means that when <laughs> kids, when kids play ghosts in the graveyard, it's more authentic.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> so I have he, to call my backyard
2: and, a cemetery.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, the second that you bury a body, it's now legally a cemetery and it's exempt from property tax. Whoa. What? Oh my Duff. god. You found a loophole. Holy so cow. So there's th- guys, there's a good grift that we can exploit here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, cuz uh, in my city like that that's an often a critique of living in in the city of Milwaukee is art compared to the neighboring suburbs property taxes are pretty high. But mm. So what
1: you could you do You could cut, you could cut that in like by two-thirds for depending on the size of your yard
2: yeah i don't know how much my yard is oh it's really so not the whole
1: yard just just not your
2: whole lot just the one part
1: so all i saw is a home <laughs> burial site is considered a cemetery even if only one person is buried there that has to vary certain, state by state or city certain, by city certain perpetuity Perpetuity clauses and restrictions go along with that designation, ensuring future residents know of the cemetery's perpetuity, location and existence. Though. I'm going to correct someone perpetuity, for once. Sorry, yeah. So, yeah, as as Rob said, you do have to disclose it, and that might make <laughs> the sale harder.
2: Or, uh, great feature: <laughs> a Tax ten free. by ten section of your backyard is exempt from property taxes because my my father's buried back there. I thought you
0: just had to throw one body back there, and your whole lot is tax exempt. Well, no. So
1: I, so I don't know. I mean, this. Listen, you'll have to call up Dane County, Rob, and get the. the (laughs) I hope we get sued from
0: someone doing it. Tries. uh, I heard legal advice. we
1: We are not certified by the by the bar. We didn't or the whatever we didn't pass the bar exam so this is not legally binding advice this is there. not legal
2: advice disclosure mm. disclosure this is car talk <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah uh, basically call someone who's a zoning expert and they'll help you out um the other thing i found that was interesting is you're not required to use any type of container so you could literally just throw that body into a pit in the backyard.
2: i mean that's a big money savings funerals are very expensive. Yeah, uh, that's when I when I die, I just want to be thrown into a hole. I, in your backyard, I, I don't give a shit. Just throw me anywhere. Uh, I don't want to be embalmed. Uh, any of that's just make put make me worm food. Toss me in a hole. How are we going to go visit?
0: How are we going to go visit you and 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 drop off your Patreon money every <laughs> month?
2: Goes <to> my, <laughs> it goes to my very uh, bountiful estate.
0: It will be like it will be like uh it will be like forest. it goes to the. Forrest's son's, no, you know, Joe. I'll <laughs> put it next it, to your gravestone. It goes, yeah. it
1: goes to the Joe Foundation.
2: And actually, it's really funny you brought this up, because uh, we we have been like looking at houses and stuff, and we looked at one, and in the backyard there's a tree, and there's a little placard um, attached to the tree. I can't remember what it said, but it was very clear that they had buried a pet in front of the tree.
1: hmm
2: And I, I remember like chuckling to myself. Oh, pet like, cemetery. Yeah, I remember Wonder. chuckling to myself like Well if if I mean we we didn't buy this house, but like if I did, I was like, well I don't really wouldn't want to leave that up on the tree. So if you take away the little like saying to remember the pet, mm-hmm. like will I be haunted by the pet? <laughs> mm. L- like
1: like poltergeist pet. both pets? Yeah, like uh, what so, a
2: nightmare being haunted by a dog just barks all night. So, yeah, That's so if your... you bu- if you bought a house and, and someone, like, buried a loved one in the backyard, they're like, hey, just so you know, there's a, a skeleton about six feet underground. It's, <laughs> Where do you bury the by, skeletons? By I'll tree. show you. <laughs> um, so we got a little marker there. Um, you know, it's t- it's time to go. We can't afford this place anymore. But, yeah, we got to disclose that. Like, are you obligated to leave the grave marker there? And if, if you know. weren't obligated to, would you guys remove it? Absolutely. <sighs> would you? Would you be afraid of specters? No. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I'd put a basketball court
2: right on that dead body. <laughs> You're just dribbling on top yeah, of it. Yeah, forget it. And then you would make jokes about it. Like, hey, guys, you know what we're playing on top of? <laughs> Good, I mean, I poured, grandma, con- I, poured, I poured concrete over it, but the idiot that owned this house before buried his dad here. <laughs> <laughs> I would make Rob jokes I, I'm, would, pro- I, I'm doing Rob a crossover would, on top of it.
1: Rob would put his chicken coop on top of it. I can just see Rob do it going up. I
2: even thinking.
1: Rob would go out there with a sledgehammer the second after the closing and be like, oh, get this out of here.
2: Yeah, would you, would you tell the previous owners, like, no. hey, you know, I'm going to get rid of this gravestone, so you guys should just take that with Oh, wood. I would
0: say you shake the gravestone if you want it. And they're like, no, just leave it. I'd be like, okay. And then I would... <laughs> And then the next day it would be sitting out by the garbage can where you put stuff hoping people will pick it up. Like, oh, maybe yeah. someone wants this.
2: Can, can you scrap it? Yeah,
0: maybe <laughs> someone's name is Dolores and they want to grab this now
2: for free. I f- yeah, maybe they could I turn this like 1952 th- to 1962.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of leverage during the negotiation. It's like, well... Listen, there's a body back there, so I'm going to need, you know, a couple thousand taken off.
2: Yeah. That's you true. see that circle there where the grass is growing a little thicker? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not a septic tank. You see that spot where there's always a dark cloud hanging over it for some reason? Yeah. I mean, I
0: will say this. I will say this. As much as I said, if it was on my property, I would dig it up. When I You go dig to this- it up? What well, body? <laughs> Sorry, I would, I, would, I would get rid of the, the... I would dig up the marker. Um... I when I'm at a cemetery, I'm very respectful. I always walk the right. Path. I would never walk over a grave. Well,
2: that now you just uh, cornered yourself because Duff, as Duff told us, it is a cemetery. Yeah, yeah.
0: but I don't. I'm not really.
1: You're, <laughs> God. You're gonna get so haunted if this ever <laughs> yes. happens.
0: Right yeah. from you it, idiots.
1: Well, yeah. Looking various. for our Patreon money. <laughs> Where's my eight dollars? It's it's like that that scary story about like the big toe that was taken except with patreon money
0: <laughs> would you rather would you rather be haunted or haunt someone so if you haunt someone you have to be dead if
1: obviously. you haunt someone you're it's forever that would, yeah i'm just uh,
0: asking you would you rather be haunted by a ghost while you're alive or would you rather be dead and haunt someone well i at least i'll have something to do when i'm dead then
1: do I get to warn billionaires that they're going to be chained for all eternity? Like Scrooge? you can
0: choose the one person you haunt, but you cannot change that.
2: So that when they die, you're then done.
0: then you're done. Yep.
1: Hmm.
2: Oh, and I could pick anyone. Yep. Is, oh, I'd love to haunt. Yeah. So you have like, five seconds know. to make your choice. Is this once it's is this my key. at the I,
1: moment you die you pick?
2: Yep. Oh, cool.
1: But but can I haunt Garrison Keeler? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, well I hope you, he'll be dead long. Yeah, you'll get like you two though. years. But yeah, well, a- worth it, man.
2: <laughs> oh boy. Okay, alright. Um Duff. That's another fun thing about how like house looking at houses is uh, I looked at one and this person had like four Garrison Keeler books. <laughs> Oh boy! And I was like, and I. Uh, if you're of a certain,
1: I, if you're of a certain age, that's not surprising at all.
2: No, it wasn't no. surprising. And then I found out later, it's like, oh yeah, the estate is selling this house. It's like, oh, of course, it was an old person's house that died because yes. they have gears of Keeler books. Uh, so they d- Keeler'd over, and <laughs> then I looked at their house.
0: Uh Duff, you have something you want to share with our listeners? You've yeah, hinted
1: towards. It's uh, well, it's this week's land monster ah what
0: is that Slay on monster facts
1: uh, this week uh, we have the Loveland Frogman.
0: Loveland Frogman. from, <laughs> <okay>. from- <laughs> let's right, hold on
2: don't say this anymore Rob let's try to guess where this monster uh, exists. I think Loveland it, Frogman.
0: I think it exists in Tennessee.
2: I'm gonna guess Louisiana.
1: You are both wrong. This is uh, the Rust Belt, Ohio. Uh,
2: what? I was closer.
1: So true. Yeah. Good job. Uh, a legendary humanoid frog, described as roughly <laughs> four feet tall, in Loveland, Ohio. Kermit. <laughs> he he's been going. He's been seen since 1972 when police officers sighted and killed an animal. They later identified as a large iguana. What? <laughs> okay uh so the first sighting was in 1955 and there are a couple stories and they they all start with uh a businessman or a traveling salesman driving along an unnamed road late at night uh one person said that he spotted three figures stood erect on their hind legs along the side of the road each three to four feet tall with leathery skin and frog faces <laughs> In two other versions, the creatures were spotted under or over a poorly lit bridge, and they saw the figures converse for a while until one of the creatures <laughs> held a wand <laughs> over its head and fired a spray of sparks. <laughs> wow! Startling the observer into fleeing the scene. Was
2: it a frog talking to a large pig? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and another one that looked really weird. They didn't know what he was.
1: <laughs> so there are.
2: That's some uh, real Gonzo journalism, yeah, right there, Dove. Well, they, they left the scene by being shot out of a cannon.
1: So, <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna apologize to me once you see these photos of the. Oh Oh, my God, oh yes, of the frog man. <laughs> it's scary. Come on! It's like a frog owl. <laughs> Come on! Is this a
2: stain in carpet with with Christmas lights underneath it? Well.
1: Uh, Experts, experts disagree. Experts, wait. <laughs> About the frog man. Oh, frog, I really like the frog too. Frog men. Oh, that
2: is. What, is it just floating in the air? Uh, no, it's in the water.
1: Oh,
0: If I had a house on a lake, I would put this just in the water.
1: You would, you would make a fake frog man.
0: Yeah, with a light on, like so oh, why don't you I, light up frog man, just like I, in I, nine I, inches under the water. I
1: like also I want, want to show you guys the artist rendering that someone oh, made.
0: That's yes. that's usually what you need to see oh come on (laughs) come come on
1: on. that is that's not
2: (laughs) stop it
0: stop it for our listeners it's a uh let's not forget to post this it's a frog (laughs) hunched over with a with like a headlight on him as he's about ready to jump over a guardrail he looks like he's about to
2: shoplift and (laughs) he just realized that he was caught yeah, he realized he doesn't have any pockets. Like, he, he, it's 1997, and he's about to grab a porn VHS tape. And the clerk just looked at
1: him. It won't fit in his Jinko jeans. Oh, boy. Frogman. Loveland Frogman. Uh, the the last thing, the most recent sighting of the Frogman uh, was uh, in 2016 by some teens playing Pokemon Go. Okay. They mm-hmm. were out looking for Pokemon and they found the frog man.
2: <laughs> did
0: did they take a picture when since they had smart devices with them of the camera?
1: Uh hold on, I have to I accidentally closed that tab. Now I need to But uh it was it made made the local paper in Loveland, Ohio. Uh, um oh, the, is... the the teens or the kids who found them said uh the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs <laughs> the, the the frog stood. Was about. it playing a banjo? <laughs> It's saying Rainbow Connection. <laughs> it's,
0: it's not easy being green. <laughs> um,
1: I think that those pictures are from the, the Pokemon Seeking Teens.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Sam Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were playing Pokemon Go around Loveland. Yeah, they were. And they found uh, they found the Frogman.
0: That might be my favorite one yet of the two. <laughs> <laughs> You've told us. Uh, do you guys have anything else that you want to talk about with Forrest Gump or... Uh, do it next. Uh,
2: Save it. Burying people in your backyard. Yeah, there's, there's some more burying content next week. Legally. Frogman.
1: Just want to reiterate, legally burying. Tax
2: dodge. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Listeners, we'll be back uh, next week with more with more of this. <laughs> Happy
1: the days while amending the mess Till once more they ride high out to sea